updated now of uh, Fantasy High. That would actually be really good. Yeah, right? I feel like it would be really good. <laughs> no, I, I really I really wish like I could like, go to like, one of those conventions they're at and like, meet them. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. Yeah. But yeah, on that note, welcome to the Broken Point of View podcast, everyone. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't I expecting it. that. I did. I saw him hit record. Oh, I was like, yeah. damn it, Joe. Why do you think quiet? <laughs> we, we, we need to get you one of those screens where like you can't see it from the side. You kind of think like, he uses yeah. for Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> no, they so they create these screens for like phones and stuff like that. No, it's like a blackout screen. Yeah, it's like a blackout labels. screen, so you can't see it from the side. Like if you ever go to the bank and they do like that information, they put it like right yeah, 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 yeah. So you can buy those for your phone, probably for your laptop. I would imagine so. I need one of those like. But the thing is, like, he sees my hand move across the mouse. Ah. Brian, you've gotten too good at this. Oh, I know what I can do. I right. can actually get the remote mouse and like just have it on my lap. That would be good. That'd be uh, clever. That'd be Very clever. Like literally, I'm watching him now, and I'm like, it took only 20 episodes for me to catch to get burned. <laughs> like, yeah, to get burned. Yeah, it's like oh, 20 man. episodes later, I'm watching his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him on the table, sir. Take him out of your pocket. Oh God. <laughs> I had a good joke that I was gonna go with, but no, it's too early, too early. Let's save that for later. We're so, not there yet. How's everyone been? Been doing really good. Just been busy, but like been good. Dude, I am exhausted. I spent one, two, three, four. I spent five days in Vegas with my friends, and I gotta tell you guys, I came back five shades darker. I literally got home to my mom, and the first words out of her mouth, Brian, you're black now. I was like, oh my yeah, god, what's up? That's what happened. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's a running joke in my family, because ah. I'm the darkest one in the group, so whenever I go to a beach or pool parties, and I get sun, I literally come back shades darker, and my mom's always been like, Brian, you're black now. I'm like, cool, thanks, mom. And, you know, I move on, and then I went over to Starbucks, and the girls were like, damn, Brian, did you get a tan? I was like, fuck, that noticeable. But tans are good. No, yeah, tans are good. You know, some people pay for them. I have the skin pigmentation to absorb sunlight and just go a couple dark. Dude, I didn't even fucking burn. I was amazed. Zero sunscreen. I probably got cancer, but no. zero burning. Ba-boom. Once a year. Once a year, you're totally fine, I feel That's like. I said. Yeah. Three full parties later. Una, una vez al año, no hace daño. Eso es que mi abuela me dijo. <laughs> and that means once a year. Lávate los manos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and to be fair, but to be, be fair, fair, that is a really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, I got it. Para tu dad. Pongan los niños adentro de los... No, I'm kidding. That was like Disney security It went over your guys' head. No, the worst part is I know what you're doing. I did not. I am just like, what is Is this an airplane thing? Dude, it totally... It feels like it. Like, every time we go on a ride at Disneyland, they tell you in English and then they tell you in Spanish. And literally, the words that always stick out to me are... <laughs> and I always memorize that. This part. is how little I am at Disney. I was like, what is Brian talking Dude, about? I haven't been to Disney forever, and I know what he was saying. That was so awesome. I don't speak Spanish. I knew what he was saying. I didn't know what he was saying. It's all about the tone, really. Uh, you know, you say anything in the right amount of tone, like, Konnichiwa. Yeah, you know, you kind of get what I was saying. He sounded condescending. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> so Japanese listeners, we're sorry. <laughs> if there are any native Japanese speakers, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I failed doing things. Well. Sorry, yeah. Okay, I'll Brian. Start. Brian is a baka. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, I, I thought we were Nissan. Just died. Fucking dying. So dirty. Oh my god. Where's Jimmy for the Weibo stuff? Oh, I know. Oh, he's on another podcast. He's on another podcast. <laughs>
Sorry. No, he'd probably be like, that's cringe, bro. <laughs> Straight up, he'd be like, that's terrible. We wouldn't even do that in our podcast. Honestly, I feel like he would try to join in and just fuck it up. Yeah, he would. He'd be calling us like Oni chants and shit. Oh, no. That'd be really funny. So, anyway, that's where I was at. I had a great time. A blast. Exhausted. Probably need more sleep than what I've given my body, but it's okay. That's what energy drinks are for. God bless Rockstar. <sighs> Rockstar. Monsters. Monsters. You know what? I don't like monsters as much. They don't give me enough energy for the can. They only give me half of what a Rockstar gives, actually. Really? For the same amount of liquid content. Oh. Rain? You know, I haven't messed with rain yet. It's one of those, like, eh, if I get down that low, I'll look for a rain. But honestly, I have the hierarchy. It's like, first, I go with Bang, 300 milligrams per can. Then I go down to Rockstar, 240 milligrams per can. And then I go down to whatever's up below there. C4. But the C4 has fact like that you know the milligrams per can for different fucking energy drinks dude, I you have a problem. Legit, I'm waiting in like 30, 40 years. If you drank Red Bull or Monster and now suffer from liver damage, please call 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah. And it's going to be like one of those lawyer Lisa commercials. Julioma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to be like, it's exactly what I'm waiting for. Like in 30 to 40 years, it's like, if you drink Monsters and have severe dialysis issues, you may be entitled to some recommendation. I'm like, oh, Lord. It's going to be a bunch of bro dudes. Yeah, 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 like all the guys. They're going to be like... And Brian. Yeah, and Brian. <laughs> I'm going to be the poster child for you. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they get me dirty. I have to be on dialysis for the next 30 years. I'm telling you, man. That's what I... It's probably what's going to happen. I mean, they already targeted the vapes. Vapes are gone, right? Like, you can Wait, what? buy vapes in the... They're not frame. gone. You can still buy them. But, like, they're really, like, aiming at getting rid of them because of, like, one, the flavors and names of the flavors and all that stuff. It, like, they say it's geared towards children. True story. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> they do smell like it. Yeah. They taste delicious. Oh, Lord. That's another thing. Yeah. 30 years. Yeah. If you suffer from severe lung damage and you vaped. Dude, like, that's. It's Darwinism. If you're dumb enough to do all this stuff, you're dumb enough to die from it. It's going to happen. True. Let I mean, it happen. You can die from anything. You can die from consumption of too much of anything. I always throw that out to everybody. You could die from eating too much chocolate, too much meat. You can too die much... from drinking too much water. You literally drown yourself from drinking yes, water. From the inside out. So really, when people are like, Brian, that's going to kill me. I'm like, you know, what is it going to kill me? Let's just start there. You know what I mean? The air you breathe is actually killing you. Slowly. Yeah. Most painful death ever. It's also <laughs> the reason why we age. Well, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, but that's like a slow, natural progression of life as opposed to severe kidney damage. I don't need both. <laughs> Pick one or the other and stay in your lane, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm doing my best to like balance. <laughs> Went really hard this weekend. I've been drinking nothing but water <laughs> ever since. Uh, water and a uh, Coke. No, oh, wait. That was bad. Oh, no. Water, Coke. Yeah, I had a Coke. My bad. Coke Zero? The thing that they use to degrease engines. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, a Coke is really good after- as a lord. Okay, as a lord, I would, I would I say do all the Coke. See, Coke, oh, no, uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the way I see it is like Coke is really good after you've had like a really, really greasy meal, like tacos and stuff like that. Because, like we were saying, degrees the it system. degreases the system. Yes, I get why it's yeah. so hard. Look, what did I drink when I after I ate that pizza, yeah. guys? No, Coke it's like, syrup. yeah, whenever you have like a really greasy meal. It works yeah, just mind. just drink the the coke and it like it hits just right. It clears it just clears like your throat like, like yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. No, I get it now. It degreases your stomach. It degreases <laughs> power engine. Yeah. Degreases my body's engine. It's science. It's, it's science. You know. Science. Yeah, exactly. Facts. You can't you can't refute that. It's, this is where you play okay, that tone. <laughs> this is where you play that music tone. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yes. Damn, I need to get a soundboard for this thing. 
I'm gonna get my flash. It'll be fun. I mean, if you're either down, I will like invest in getting a soundboard for us. No, I'm just saying I download an app and I'll have these buttons and I'll hit the button by the mic. Like I did when I played Peach's song, that came out so clean on our last episode. Did you hear it? Yeah. Dude, that's it. I just put my phone right here and I have boop. I'm gonna do that. You're gonna have a soundboard left. Uh, we should probably get a real soundboard. It's a oh. well. That way we can actually <laughs> update the sounds because like, the soundboards you get normally are preloaded with like things. But there are some where I can't have my own sound. Okay, then fucking do that. Like I'm, I said, I'm gonna do it. Don't piss them. He's already, he's already doing it. I'm already it. doing it, dude. Look, fine. I'm already looking up right now. And dude. you're not stopping it. I'm not. Stop he's me. already doing it. Can't stop me. Can't stop me. Can't oh. stop. Oh. Won't oh. stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Jump like it's hot. Joe, what are we talking about, bro? I'm rambling here. I don't even know what the movies we're talking about. We haven't even introduced yeah, ourselves. We, uh, oh, yeah. We're failing right now. So, guys, welcome to the podcast. What's up? My name is Brian. <laughs> and we are here with my buddies, Joe and Sal. We'll see what's up, guys. Hey, uh, what's going on, guys? This has been the longest intro. See what happens when you cold start without me? This is what happens. Chaos. Well, you're the one who doesn't want to fucking do the cold start anymore. Well, you know, I, I, I just, I want to do it naturally. I don't like when all the pressure's on me. So like, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> just talk. So guys, I heard the weather is blue. Tell you was the first time where you literally just put your phone in, fix your phone, and you're just like, start with, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to talk, let's all go, let's all go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm joining a Discord, here's my screen name, okay, go. <laughs> the funny part is I kept looking around, and I kept seeing him looking at me, I'm like, all right, he's oh, like man. literally he's waiting for it. He's literally waiting for it. That's why he wasn't talking. I was watching like a hawk. He saw me sit down, he saw I had cleared everything, I had everything set it up, and yeah, he's like. He, he deleted the old sound, so I was like, okay, there was a red bar there, now the red bar's gone, because we did the sound check, and I'm like, okay, now it's empty, now I'll wait for him. And he didn't do anything. So if you notice, like when we started talking, he went quiet. Yeah. Sorry, right, guys. Right. You know what? You know what? Fine. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. I know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Next time, I'm sitting there. Oh. oh no. That way, neither of you can see what I'm doing. Oh man, we oh, haven't tried it that way. We haven't. We've yeah. played musical chairs except for Julie. He's never moved from his chair. No, bro. You can move from your chair, dude. Nobody's forcing you to sit there. It doesn't have your name on it. This isn't kindergarten. It actually is carved into the back of the chair. You're a bold faced liar, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. Okay, cool. But yeah, uh, as you can tell, Saul, Joe, and Brian are here. <laughs> Hi, guys. I've been here. Where have you been, sir? Well, not here. <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? I was trying to get into that, but I was like, I've been here. Uh, today, we're actually going to get into a couple of TV shows, and because you know we're going to break down a show that has a bunch of individual episodes that have their own thing, Star Wars Vision Season 2. Each one is its own story. Each one is animated by a different studio. We want to make sure we give this episode like a lot more time for that kind of thing because we're probably going to go into actual individual episodes. And then we're also going to touch up on uh, the Muppet Show uh, Mayhem. Muppet Show Mayhem. The, um, the sh- Muppet Show Muppet Mayhem. Mm, that's a lot of Muppets. Dude, what's it called? One more time. The Muppet Show Muppet... Well, I'm saying the Muppet Show so that we know it's for the Muppet Show, but it's called Muppet Mayhem. The Muppets Mayhem. Yes. Yeah. The Muppets Mayhem. That's a lot of M's. It's a, it is a lot of yeah, It's a yeah. lot of M's, yeah. But that's... I honestly loved it. So over here was... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. it. Yeah. We'll get it to it. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. But yeah, so uh, we're actually going to start off because, like I said, Visions 2 is going to be a lot to get into. So let's start off with uh, the Muppets Oh, Mayhem. we're okay. We're going to start with that. Okay. Gotcha. 
So me and Brian did finish this completely. Saul actually made a solid attempt, and he got about halfway through. <laughs> I am sorry, guys. I am sorry. Well, I, he finished Vision season two. I did. I did. I he did. He skipped season one. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, how much of this do I have to watch? I was like, just, just season two. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Which I'm not even gonna lie though, season one has one of the best episodes of Star really? Wars ever. Oh, seasons Ooh. one has the best Star one, Wars thing ever. Seasons one of Visions has the best episode ever. One of the best episodes, apparently. The, well, we'll get into it. Well, no, this is seasons one Visions. We're talking about season two okay. Visions. Okay. Well, I'm saying the the one worth the uh, is all black and white. It was a uh, Japanese style, and it's the Sith Lord who like shows up like destroying the village, and she starts fighting with the Jedi, she thinks it is, and it turned out to be another Sith. Oh, uh, I don't oh, think wow. I could call that one of my favorites because I didn't, I didn't remember, I didn't remember it. Wow, that was actually that was one of my favorites. I think it was great. Okay, one of his favorites. That's what yeah. It was. All right, cool, cool, cool. But Star Wars uh, season two of Visions, it was honestly, I, I felt like it was a lot of the episodes were actually better than the first season. I think I think what happened with the first season, the second season is um, first season happened, right? And this is the first of its kind. This was a fir- like to, for anybody who hasn't seen Star Wars Visions, it is what you would want to happen to like the Marvel universe, where you could get a bunch of one-offs, nine episodes of whatever the creator wants to do with every character or create their own character into this universe. So in seasons one, you got nine episodes of nine different studios, nine different directors, nine different writers. Everybody got to play in the Star Wars universe. And it was such a big hit that in season two. And now season two, now that everybody knows what to expect after seeing Vision season one, it just went super off the rails and it just got that much better. There was so many different styles that were included in this, in there this was, season. Yeah. Like I was taking notes of all of them. So like just starting out with episode one, um, the story was an apprentice of a Sith yeah. went into hiding. <laughs> yeah. No longer wanted to be a Sith, right? right. But the artistic style of that was literally like you're watching a moving, uh, a moving painting. painting. Yeah, like she was trying to paint with the colors. The of background was all white. Yeah, and it was like super artistic. Well, like, no, the best part is like it, the actual fact that the painting her, of itself was actually a real like comment on her own personal character. Yeah, yeah. to where like she was trying to paint color, she was trying to bring life and vibrancy to her life, but the blackness kept creeping yes. in and kept taking over, and that was the Sith side. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, she actually has to fight her master who shows up finally and, like, they confronts her. And she has to fight and like, they actually go back and forth and, like, he's telling her, like, you had to embrace the dark side. Right. Embrace the inner, your inner darkness. Yeah. And she finally realized, I can embrace both. And she actually ends up dual wielding like, two different sabers. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, to me, I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't as impressed with this show as I thought I was going to be. Really? Yeah. I originally thought I was really going to like seasons. Uh, just to sh- the concept of the show, like Brian said, is brilliant, right? Yeah. You, can, you get a bunch of short stories placed in a Star Wars universe, and you can do so much thematically that you can't do in the movies. And even any of the mainstream Disney Star Wars shows, right? Some of your license restrictions, you can't do that. Yeah, or they don't want you to do this with this character, right? So for me, it's like you could have done a lot. And honestly, I only liked... Like legitimately like like two maybe three of the shorts, two of two or two three, three from the nine. Yeah, but you only watched like half of the season, so you only watched like four or five episodes. Visions two, visions two. Yeah. Oh, no. you finished visions. Sorry, that was yeah, like my man. Yeah, yeah, no, I finished. I watched all of visions uh, season two, Good man. Good and man. to be honest, yeah, like I personally, 
only liked like a couple of these things and on and it was mostly the ones that involved like sith dealings so those tend to be the better ones exactly though. um so for example screechers reach yeah love that i loved the um the way the sith looks in oh, that short that one with it made look like an evil witch like but it but it's like yeah because like i'm so tired of like the stereotypical like Hot Sith? No. <laughs> I was just going to say, just really like... Really bitter, huh? Yeah, I, know. I was like, all right. Uh, I was just going to say stereotypical, like, the way Sith and Jedi kind of look. So whenever someone takes, like, a fresh, almost, like, mystical approach to, like... Like you said, a witch, which is, like, like super, like, mystical looking, right? So, it became... Not even, like, a folktale. It became, like, um, uh, almost like a... A, a kind of cryptid, almost. I meant the actual Sith. No, well, that's, like... Yeah. The story behind the Sith yeah. was, like, it was like a cryptid story. And when they actually see it, it's yes. like a legit, like, cryptic creature. Like, they don't really see what it is at first. Yes. So, to me, it's more like, you know, it's these little stories of, like, proving yourself and, like, you know, like, what it... Because, like, that kid, all day, you know, he just killed this wit. This is a banshee, right? And that's all it took for this, like, Sith Lord to be like, this is what I'm looking for. And the Sith Lord doesn't even look like a menacing thing right when you see her she doesn't necessarily come off as like it's only more of a scared animal a, like oh, this weird the one that came yes down the one that came down girl, and right? oh yeah. she came down looking like a hero to the yeah, kids it's not even like, a hero it's just like something even almost otherworldly a little bit angelic almost like, yes yeah, yeah. that's exactly thing. but you could tell by the way she phrases things that like she's very she's, sithy yeah, she's not yeah and so that's what i'm saying like i i wish like my favorite, uh, this is kind of not related to this, but like my favorite parts in Rebels, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Hell show. Hell yeah, go on, brother. Are the the episodes where they're dealing with the, the sister and the sun and how they represent the light and dark. Yeah. Like, oh, when they actually go to the planet, that's actually like, like the yes. source of the force kind of thing. Yeah. I absolutely love, I love those that episodes. like part of like the force. Yeah. And you don't get it at all in, like, the main, like, like I said, like, the live the action movies, stuff. Yeah. Like Did the you watch stuff? Um, the Star Wars Clone Wars? Yes. Uh, Anakin was there, too. Yes, went to I know. See them. I know. I love how and that's it, what you I'm saw saying. one of the visions of yes. like, went back there, too. Yeah, but so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I love that aspect of Star Wars, and I feel like it's very under, like... Under your um, use. Yes. So, for me, when I saw that Sith, and, like, it, you could tell it's, like, from some bygone era, right? It's not even, like, modern Star Wars. Yeah. But, like, that look where it's, like, she doesn't look like a Sith Sith. She just looks like some weird, like, thing. And even also, like, uh, this, the the episode where they have the young um, Padawan whose master was killed by a Sith. And he's got to go to that Episode planet. five. That was a... But there's also more of that mysticism aspect of, like, yes. some, you know, some things you can't destroy. Or, like, some yep. things... You got to ha- deal with the ongoing balance. As yes. much as there is hope, there is also this. But like, spare. but it's like how destiny led him right back to the same spot. Yes. It's like it and, right back to where he started. It, and that's what I'm saying. Like those are the themes that I find so cool. You like the Lord, my boy. I, and so, like for example, the first episode we were talking about, it's just so like the art. Don't get me wrong. Visually, it looked great. But Visually, you, it was great, right? And like the story. It's too. like, oh, it's like she's like a Sith who can be good. Exit. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like in this world of like Jedi and Sith, like you can't. It, there's no such thing as great Jedi, right? There's like Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka is a Jedi. She, she's an ex Jedi, but she's not. Sith. Okay, but like the whole like, well, I can take some of the eat black and some of the color, and this is who I am. I just found that so like. 
cringe, I guess. Well, I don't isn't know. the story behind Mace Windu's lightsaber, though? It's purple because he actually embraces some of the dark side. Mace Windu, but the thing is, he's not a Sith. There's like, there are. No, he's like, not, yeah, he's not a Sith, but I'm saying, like, he embraces parts of the dark side, which allows him to have the purple lightsaber. That was the whole thing behind why he's the only one who has it, because he's one of the few Jedi who embraces the dark side. He doesn't he embrace the, the dark side, though. Yeah. He talked to no, that, yeah, is, yeah. that was the reason behind it. He doesn't embrace uh-huh. the dark side. He's got, like, some aspects, right? Sure. But he's not, like, you know, he doesn't embrace it. Again, but he still yeah. has aspects of the dark side in him. This is sure. like the other way around, where, like, she was Sith, and she's embracing parts of the Jedi. Is that how you saw it? I don't know. That's I what guess. I love. Yeah, like you guys have two different. Yeah, we did. I I got something awesome. different out of it. Neither yeah. one of you is wrong. Neither one of you yeah. is right. You just both perceived it a certain way. Again, it's so we talked to the creators and we were like, "Oh, you're both wrong." Yeah, right. But <laughs> I, I guess pretty like, colors. <laughs> I just didn't resonate with that first one. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on uh, what was it? Sith is it what it's called? It was literally called Sith. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, I love the second episode, Screechers Reach. I freaking yeah. love that third episode. I was waiting to talk to you guys about because that is the one that I thought. You Joe would love the most because it was clay animation. Uh, yes, so it was very walls and grommet. Yeah, we're <laughs> yes. talking about yeah. yes. Is this uh, in the stars? I am your mother. Oh, I I am your mother was like, it was a very heartfelt family kind of. Episode. Yes, I so so compared to the other two, this is very more very like, like super lighthearted. Although yeah. I think that was no, a, we're talking in the stars. In the stars, yeah, in the stars, yeah, yes. Oh my bad, we're going in order, folks. Jesus. We're going in order, Joe. My bad, I thought we we're. You, I was, I was thinking that one. That's okay. like, I was, I was also, so that one also is clear. Yeah, no. But I, I wanted to get. So, what were your thoughts on Screechers Reach? Screechers Reach with the whole. Um, this girl had friends, right? Yeah, she had friends throughout the whole she time. They're all hanging out together, all you know, going on adventures and stuff. And then when she finally gets, like, she gets, she hears the voice that tells her, "Yes, go over here." And she's like, "Okay." And you know, the, she didn't even make it known to her friends, like, "Oh, guys, I've been hearing this voice tell me if I go do this, you know, I'll be taken off this planet and saved." Right. So she goes and does it, kills it, gets saved. She literally looks back at her friends like deuces, like I'm gone. No, but it's not like it was. It's not easy. like deuces, but yeah. it's like I, guys, I proved myself. I'm good to be a Sith. Like, but well, that's no, not what she. She doesn't know what's like. She doesn't know what she's. Yeah, she doesn't know. Yeah, know, but, but at the same time, she was really like, I'm willing to leave my friends to get rid of this. Pl- to leave this place. To leave this place. I, I would put myself before anyone else. For my own happiness. And it's like... Which is a very Sith thing to but do. But also, like, you gotta understand, like, their situation. Yeah, no, situation it, it, Yeah, sucked. that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's like, yeah. It's just, she found a way off, and that's not the way she wanted it to be. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. There's a bit of a heartbreak at the end. Yeah. And especially because you know the life that it's gonna, like, lead to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I hey, freaking but love to, those themes. Dude, it's like, to be a kid and take out a Sith yeah. to become a Sith, like... But the themes of loss, the themes of overcoming fear, like, these are very, like, archetypal, like, themes that we're talking about. And it's, like, why I really, really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, no, and that... Uh, it's, like, they had to climb a mountain, right? To, like, even... Climb yeah, a, she had to climb yeah. a mountain to escape from the Sith that was trying yeah. to get after. Yeah. And then, yeah, she still killed it. And I was like, good for you. And then they actually get stuck in the cavern itself, and yeah. she actually gets forced to, like, not only, like, get the, the Sith to, like screech and actually pull the rock down on itself but like she also used the force herself to actually bring the rock down so it was just it was so well done story-wise and just visually it was beautiful to yes do. and that's honestly what i liked about all these episodes like each stylation is something different yeah the yeah. actual uh, animation like, part is really interesting that's why so we went from like artistic in number one went to traditional in number two yeah Number three, they threw curveball, and now we're looking at clay type, like yeah. stop motion almost, you want to say. Yeah. 
And that was what reminded me of the Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Like, I thought the same thing. Thank you. When Thank I saw you. specifically that yes, one. that one, right? Yeah, specifically you that one. just from the yeah. opening, like, seconds. Yeah. It was clay style. Yeah, and I was, and I was oh like, God, I, I legitimately, too. like, I was like, oh, Pinocchio. Like, yes. we just saw it not too long ago. Yes, I was so <laughs> glad you guys caught that, too. But the story to this one, right? Uh, two sisters trying to survive. They need water. And the empire has taken over all their water supply. Yeah. Like, straight up. But it's so funny that the little sister, it sees a fucking TIE fighter, and is all of a sudden, I'm going to use a force to stop this TIE fighter. I'm like, bitch, you're like four. Like, what are you doing? Well, the thing is, like, they keep his hand, but, like, the mom was apparently, like, a force-sensitive Jedi user. Like, she was able to do that stuff. Yeah. And the kid's just like, I want to be like my mom. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to be with, like, their mom yeah. if their mom was force-powerful? Uh, to me, this is one of those where, like, it felt like the animation was a highlight and the story really took a backseat to this. Yeah. The story was a little bit weak. I mean, the basis of it was like breaking into this place to get water yeah. on a planet because of the Sith, I don't think I said, the Empire oh, the is like, Empire, really, yeah. like mining pretty much and like, they've corrupted everything outside of that yeah. planet. It was, yeah, it was kind of like a thing about pollution, I guess. I, it felt like it had, it was like trying to like... It was environmental uh, yeah. PDA thing or not it, PDA. Um, uh, uh, environmental public, awareness? Yeah. yeah it, was, it, it had a message. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, this is one of those ones where I didn't really... Yes, I, yeah. It, I didn't like it because it definitely felt like it was shoehorning, like, specific subjects, you know? Yeah. Um, and then at the end, what you find out that one of them has a force, and it's like, it feels like so, like... It's like, well, it's a Star Wars thing, so give them the force. That's the one thing where I kind of wish they would, like, embrace the idea that not everyone's a yes. force user, and, like, they actually, like, just kind of, like, give us regular people dealing with the same thing. Because I feel, I feel like almost... Almost every, if not all of these shorts, had someone use the Force at some point, right? Pretty yeah, much. Well, each one. I mean, dude, what's a Star Wars movie without? Uh, you can force make it user? about smugglers. You can. There's a lot more things in this galaxy. Rogue one I already did. Okay, but th- we had a bunch of shorts. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and each one was like, yo, if you and Joe were given the power to go create your own one episode of Star Wars, you're gonna tell me you're not gonna use a Jedi or anybody Force sensitive? Actually, that's what we're saying. So you would? I would. All right. You? I mean, I guess, but like... That's a no. He wants to put a Jedi in there. I would too. I, again, I want a lightsaber. It's like, and it's like at the very end, he uses the Force to save him. She the didn't kid. get a lightsaber in this episode. No, I know, but she no, had the force. force. That's what I'm saying. It's like, everyone, you get the Force. You get the Force. Everybody gets the Force. I mean, Ober showed up. Yeah, it's like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, the animation was great. I didn't really care about... Um, the sisters or their mom or yeah. Their yeah, um, needed water to survive. Yes. I, I guess I just didn't feel that attached to the characters. I don't know about you guys. Honestly, this is the one that kind of fell short, short for me. I actually kind of zoned out at one point. And I came back. I'm like, yeah. why are they running? Yeah. Brian, thoughts on, your, on it? No, I'm uh, right there with you guys. Animation on it was the winning part. Yes. The story was like kind of weak. All it was was a little sister that the older sister couldn't control. She was excited to use the force powers, but then in the end, the sister saw her side of things like, all right, I guess we do got to take this shit down if we want to live because we're running out of water. So yeah. if you're going to live, you need the water. So fine, I'll join you in using our force powers to take down the empire. And they crushed the at yeah. by bringing down the water and they've lived. Uh, again, yeah, just kind of weak. Um, but we'll move on to the next one. I am your mother. That one was the walls and rabbit one yes. I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. First of all, great title, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that is a great title. Definitely it's a, a very title. good time for Star Wars. Yes. Like, yeah. 
Uh, I thought this was probably one of the cuter ones. It was definitely the cuter one. This one yeah. and the very last one were the cuter ones. Yes. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan because like, it's not that I just didn't like the story. It's just like you could tell this is for kids. No, this is definitely geared towards kids like yes. under the age of 10. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. There's no. nothing wrong with that. So I just didn't enjoy it because like, you know, I was... My I, thing is though, yeah. like you have the show where you have very dark themes in one episode yes. and then you go to a very lighthearted one. I feel like you got to like kind of... I get you want to bounce it out, but that's too drastic of a jump. Yeah, it can be. I think you're right, and I think that's one of the issues that a, a series like this could could have. Yeah, because you're right. Some of these, uh, some of these are really dark, and so and some of these are super lighthearted. Yeah. So if you're trying to watch this with your kids, depending on their ages, some of the content matter might you got to avoid episodes. Yeah, and you wouldn't even know it watching this like the first the first, first run. Yeah. Through. So you have to watch it beforehand yeah. and then go in with them. And, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but I, I love the animation in this. Animation I, was good. Yeah. I thought the story was simple, but cute. You know, it's like, it's, it's literally them pod racing. Yeah. And then and that was made and me then, excited. I was like, I'm going to see pod racing again. That, that and like a favorites. mom and a daughter, like just getting closer. Yeah. Like the daughter to kind of like, not even actually be ashamed, but yeah. Like, yeah. Like she's not proud of like her mom yeah. and where they come from. And, but again, it's like one of those things where like, who hasn't been embarrassed by their parents, you know? No, that makes a lot of sense. I, I get that. But like, this is. Also, because it was a little more lighthearted, I came from like very dark episodes before this. I kind of like just again like this one. I kind of like fell off on. Really? Okay. Wow. Gotcha. Okay, Joe. I'm starting to see a trend with you, bro. So I I feel like you're kind of like turning into me, where like I told you, like I did. There were most of these I did not enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) There, like I I enjoyed these probably more than you did. (laughs) But yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But uh. No, like I feel like, like for me, I'm like I, I started off very good with Sith. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Like that was like a darker tone. Right. But we have like you know a bit, and we have a beautiful, beautiful animation. The animations on all these are gorgeous, no matter what. They're all different animation styles. I love each and every one of these for animation. Yeah. The story was so lighthearted, and it could like drastically changes from the other ones. It's just, it's a it leaves a weird taste in your mouth. Yeah, especially if you're binging. Yeah, like because I watched Especially all of you're binging. Yeah, yeah. I watched all of them. Yeah, I did. I did as well. I binge. I binged all of this. Like real. Yeah. So I did the same thing. I was as I was like building my bench. I had this on in my room. I was like watching it all. As I was like putting all this together. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's so, a good way to watch them. Uh, but from like I am your mother, like moving into Journey to the Dark Head, which again a big change, hey, which is dark. And so yeah. that that was one of the ones I really liked. That's. This one, I think, is actually my favorite. Oh, that one yes. was my favorite because it was anime style. Yes. Yeah. Anime like art Like actual style. animal. Uh, yeah, anime. Animal, yeah. Anime <laughs> art style. Oh, now you can name right now. Right? <laughs> oh, exactly. No, but uh, I really liked how it started out with like, you have this group of people that could foresee the future. They which, but in, 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 and future. again, that's where I'm like, yes, mysticism Dude. in Star Wars. And then what happens? What does a main leader do? No, we cannot share this information with the Jedi, but it could change the tide of the battle. No, that is not what you're here for. You mistake this place for a Jedi temple. Yes. I was like, oh, shit. But I see, like, that theme, like, that plot alone is just so interesting. You right? Know? Like, wait, where was this yeah. when we were watching the movies? Like, but if that's the, the Jedi thing, knew like, of a place the, like this, then go find it. But that's the thing. You can write so many, like, weird mystic stories in Star Wars because the thing is, people forget it's Star Wars is not sci fi, it's a fantasy. It's like you can you can write so much D and D shit into Star Wars and it would work. It would. It's Star Wars legitimately there's is a whole a world, fantasy world built in a sci fi world. People forget that there's a whole world of witches in Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. The, sisters. the dark sisters. Yeah, the yeah. sisters. Like people like the nice sisters. Th- that's what it is. Like, you can write weird mysticism like magic stuff and it will work in Star Wars. Just 
<sighs> Sorry, I'm like ranting. I'm you like, were, ah, no, keep going. going. It feels like, like you watched Star Wars, not Clone Wars, the other one. Rebels. Rebels. Was it? No, Rebels wasn't with Obi Wan. He was watching the one where the Night Sisters created Darth Maul. Yeah. That was, well, that, that, was Clone that was Clone Wars. Clone Wars yeah. Yeah, you really were into Clone Wars. I, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and then I didn't think I would like Rebels, and I loved Rebels, too. Right. I was like, yeah. So, um, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, just like, all the, so far, like, all the live-action stuff and all the mainstream shows are just, like, very, like, what they think Star Wars is, and it's like, I feel like they're limiting themselves. Yeah, they definitely are. And, I mean, like, there's, so, just from the animated shows that they've done... There is such a wide berth that they can go with. They can go so many directions. There's, and they just focus on the Skywalkers way too much. Yeah, because that's all they know. That's, 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 that's the only family that matters. Yeah, well, that's the, see. They have. I feel like Disney has this idea of what they think Star Wars is, and it's the reality is that Star Wars is so much bigger than that. Yeah, and like we get that a lot in like the alternate universe stuff, the yeah. comic books, the actual books yeah. written before, and then the animated shows that they did. Like, that's what I'm saying. They did it in the animated shows. And like, honestly, because of Dave Filoni and John Favreau, yeah. we're getting a lot of that more. Yeah, now. I know now, yeah. So I'm actually excited because I mean, like, we are going to get some stuff that's not going to be centered on Skywalker's anymore. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I really want this to be the case. But then they fucking announced they're going to do another fucking movie with a Ray. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, Unless she had her three, let it go. <laughs> had her three, but I mean, they're going to use her as a. She's the new, point, yeah. yeah. As the, she's the new Luke to start another Jedi yeah. Temple and find more force sensitive. They're, yeah, they're basically going to do Luke's storyline, but with Rey, probably. Yeah. Like from the books and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but they should have done it with Luke. I know. I know. Uh, so, Journey oh, to the Darkhead. Journey to the Darkhead. Yeah, I I loved it. I thought it had great storytelling. Um, the animation was really great. Out of all of these, I feel like this was the best animation. Yes. It just because it was definitely a legit great animation. Yes. Video. Yeah. Um, moving on to that, uh, the spy dancer. The spy dancer. What did you guys think about this one? Oh, the spy dancer was good. I enjoyed it. it yeah, was, like the art style was still the, like in the anime yeah. cartoon realm. So okay, cool. It gave me like '90s. Uh, what was the fucking movie called? Uh, the Page Master. Okay. It kind of reminded me that animation almost. The animation was really good. Uh, I only have one small problem. And I like this one. To be fair, yeah, like I like this. To one. be fair, are we talking yeah. story or story? Story. story you liked. So there was one issue I had with the story. What's the list? Uh, so we have the twist, right? Or the like, twist that know, it was her son, son that she was about to assassinate yes. because she was looking for the guy that took yes. her son, who was the old cat, whatever, right? And I wish we gotten some more backstory on the guy who did the kidnapping uh-huh. because here's the thing: in, in the Empire, it's very xenophobic. Yeah, they like. Her they son, humanoid. Like, yeah, her son, like, he t- took off his horns, right? The horns were removed, and he had an eye patch. Yes. On. So he did that on purpose to hide the fact that he's an alien. Yeah, from an alien yes. race from this little Yeah. So I, and this is like my head cannon. This might not be true, right? But I feel like the 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 guy that took him away did that when he was a baby. Did it as a favor to protect him. He kidnapped him, and then he did that. Yeah. I felt like he was like, he sold him off to the Empire. And like, no, 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 no. I because he took his spot. Yeah, I think. What happened, I think is like he raised him as his son. That's what I think. I yes, think he took the kid and raised he, as his own, and didn't tell anyone that he was an alien. alien, and he hid it from yes. the world as he was raising it as his son. Yes, okay, I think that realm. And I and I, yeah. and that would have made it a that would have added like an additional twist where like the guy you know he's, he works for the Empire. He's got to merc aliens. 
but then he's like, oh, well, look, maybe I can do this one thing, you know? And, like, so it, it would have put a twist on her revenge of, like, trying to kill this person that she thought was evil. But then at the same time, he's the reason why her son is alive. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And so I, I feel like we missed out on the backstory. I, that's my only complaint. Like, because why else would someone raise... Well, I mean, it's like a 20-minute episode, dude. Yeah, like, because, like, like, <laughs> like, all I'm going to say is, like, if he got sold into the Empire, he would not have ended up, like, doing this. Yeah. He, yeah, he would have been in some mine, mining spice or something. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I just feel like I would have liked to see just, like, a hint of why the guy rescued or, like, why... Yeah. He didn't, like, terminate the kid yes. or... Yeah, exactly. And I think that would just would have turned the story around quickly. No, that would have been, that would have made it a completely different episode. That would have yeah. been a lot different. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if we had like maybe thirty minutes at oh, least, man. We, like ten more minutes of like just like a little bit of that backstory would have made it a difference. I think just the ten minutes is all you really need. I think they could have done it in five. You could. Like, you force, probably could have squeezed it in five. Even you could squeeze it in five, but if you yeah. do ten, you get a little bit more emotional connection. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. That was, Which I mean, for that kind of thing, you want that emotional connection. I think. Yeah. Um, so okay. yeah, th- those are my thoughts. I don't know what you guys thought on Spy Dancer though. No, I actually enjoy that a lot. I I do like the overall story for it. I but now that you kind of bring that up, I wish we could have got that. That's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like that just would have put this episode like above that threshold of like oh good to like great. Um, from there, what we have the Bandits of Golak. Yeah, the Bandits of Golak. What did you guys think about this one? I was very bored by this. Yeah. Yeah. Until the end, it doesn't really. It... It's literally a dude taking care of his sister who does not understand the predicament they're in, yeah. and she just keeps fucking around with her force powers. Yeah, yeah. It's like a can't control my little sister. My bad, my bad. He keeps telling her, "Don't do anything." Fucking uses the force, takes the flute, starts all the chaos on a train that they're trying to escape from the empire. And then, like throughout the whole storyline, you're like, "Why are they running from the empire? What's the deal?" And the girl keeps talking about, "Why didn't we bring Papa? Like, why didn't we bring Dad with us?" And then you're like, "Well, he needs to stay back in the village." And so as the story goes on, the one thing I caught on is I think they went to the village to get this girl. They came for the girl and he had he left with her. And I'm pretty sure the dad stayed behind and he tried to fight them off. He tried to buy them more time to escape, yeah. right? So now they're on this train trying to escape and the, the son is just, the brother is just trying to get a sister to this location that yeah. the dad said, you go here, you'll get help. And that's all he's trying to do. Get to, from point A to point B with all this smuggling. Did he even say that they had an actual location to go to? I think they're just running. No, there's a location I was trying to get Okay. To. I yeah. felt like, to me... Yeah, I missed that part. Uh, I did yeah. too. So for me, it seemed like they're just running. Yeah. No, he, the brother was told to go to one spot, and that's all they were trying to go to the whole time. And then when they finally get there, and they think they're safe, the girl goes and keeps using her stupid force powers. And then the Empire sees it, and they're like, dude, you were at the spot where you were supposed to get help, and you go and fuck that up too. Yeah. But then it turned around, that there was a Jedi there the whole time, which is what I think the dad... Knew told, about, yeah, the, but, told the son to go yeah. to because he knew there was a Jedi over there that would take care of the I daughter. mean, it, it, so what, there's like a Jedi temple there or something? No, no. I think it's a Jedi in hiding. A Jedi well, in Okay, hiding. but like the fact that there was a Sith apprentice or what are they called? Uh, not even an apprentice. Uh, the Inquisitors. Inquisitors. First of all, if an Inquisitor found the planet and he dies there, I'm sorry, that's hell. There's going to be a lot more. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like hella suspect. Well, not only that, but like they kind of do the same thing here they did in the... um. In the other episode, were uh, with the the witch, because mm-hmm. when the Jedi, the Jedi sees the girl, she goes, "She can come with me. You gotta go." Yeah, and like it's like, dude, like why the fuck is both these factions literally just like kidnapping kids? Uh, have you met the Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the church much? Yeah, no, no, but it's like literally, 
that's kind of what they're known that's for. Kind of what they do. Yeah, like, that's kind of what they, they know do. for yeah. sensitive kid. It's, it's like, what about my mom? Gonna... I'm sorry, we can't. We can't rescue your mom out of being a slave. And I get that they want you to connect, like disconnect all emotional ties, but like, it's literally like you're no much better than a Sith at this point. Because the Sith are doing the same fucking thing. Politics of the Jedi, my friend. Politics of the Jedi. You save one to save yeah. the many. You know, and, right. and really, I think they're like later in the end, the Sith are trying to get the kids so they don't become Jedi. The Jedi are trying to get the kids so they don't become Sith. Yeah. It's just a yeah, yeah. I'm getting you from my army because I don't want you for them. I'm getting you from my army because I want you for them. That's all it is at yeah. the end of the day. It's a big old. I'm gonna build my army yeah. bigger than yours, faster than you yeah. can get them too. But I mean, I agree with Joe. This is kind of boring for the most part. Um, yeah, it was just a very long chasing. Yeah, that's all I came out to. It was just slightly better than the chasing from the second Star Wars movie. <laughs> the Ryan Johnson one. Oh god, the whole movie was a chase scene. It was. God, I fucking hated. Don't. Do it. it was a slow feed yeah, chase. Yeah, space. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the, we if we go faster, we'll run out of gas. Or what was it? I forgot what the plot was. No, like, it was like should we? They can't. They can't go. No, the 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 Star Wars the the Empire ships couldn't catch up to them because they were bigger or they would run out of gas it has to do well, with no. gas i forgot it was no they were predicting where they were getting out of hyperspace no no this is when the the capital ships no they can't jump in hyperspace because they don't have enough fuel yes. to do so but but the empire couldn't catch up to them because they were too slow yes the best they could do is like stay on point yeah. with them until they, they run out of gas. Oh, you're right. Until they run out of gas. Yeah. that is the dumbest fucking star out of all the things you can make star wars they run, rely like, on they, gas. Yeah, rely, like, oh, we have to wait until they run out of gas. That's the whole plot. Like, They have fossil fuels. <laughs> it, it's like the dumbest. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back on point before we... <laughs> uh, but that's the goal. I mean, honestly, for me, I think this is like one of the weaker episodes. I want to say almost the weakest. Uh, one of the weakest? No, I would say it's... I'll tell you. We're getting to the weakest episode of my... The next oh. one's the weakest. Uh, yes. Yeah, the next one, the next the one weakest. is the weakest. Um, yeah, Bandits of, uh, yeah, Bandits of Golok was, at least the animation was alright, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like one of those things where, like, oh, more animation than story, I guess. Uh, The Pit. The Pit was probably the worst one. The Pit was the worst one. You guys didn't like The Pit? You like The Pit? I found it interesting. You like The Pit? Okay, hold up. What did you like about The Pit? What what did you like about The Pit? Let's see what you didn't like. Go, go, go. (laughs) No, no. You have to sell me The Pit. No, no. You guys don't hate it. I want to know why you hate it. No, no. Brian has to sell us on The Pit. I I will tell you why I did not like The Pit. Thank you, But you had to sell us on why you did. Yeah. All right, sounds good. I didn't like this because the story was so fucking boring. Was it was li- half the story is literally them digging, uh-huh. and then we show like literally like five minutes of them like no speaking at all digging the hole getting bigger, then bring construction stuff in. They hit the bottom. All right, let's leave them. Let's go. Yeah, and they abandon the people there, and then like, oh, we're gonna have this one dude climb out. We're gonna he's gonna bust a bane and climb out of the fucking hole of the prison. Nobody does anything, first of all. Yeah, he's the only one who's like, hey, maybe we should get out of here. No, we should just stay. Literally, everyone else is like, no, let's just stay. If we wait here, they'll come back. It's like, dude, They can't what? just abandon us. Yeah. And then he goes to the city, and the, the town rallies around them. They all join together, and like, they pull everyone out of the pit, even though the fucking empire shows up. No, but first, them. yeah, first, like, nobody, like, he dies, right? But No, no, they literally throw him back in the pit. No, I know, I know. That's he what I'm saying. They, no, he died. They threw him into the pit, and he died. Dude, he died. He, died. he, he fell. You weren't paying attention. Now I can't I take his watching city. Yeah, he, they yeah, threw no. him Dude, into the pit. They went to the city trying to get the people to be like, yo, come help us. There's, like, a hundred of us. And nobody, pit. like, nobody, you know, like, well, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. So that's what's done. And the empire is so that's the thing it's like it's like they want to do the thing where like nobody listens to him yeah you know what i mean 
But then, the, but the thing is that never happens. Everyone, people were listening to him. Yeah. The problem is that the Empire, Empire like the stormtroopers, were like, "Oh fuck, we got to deal with this." Yeah. So they grab him, and they chuck him into the pit, and he dies. Okay. Like, he, yeah, he goes. And from then, top to bottom but then what down. happens? The people were paying attention, and they come and rescue them, and that's it. That is the whole plot. Yeah, they saved that. That's so freaking dumb. It's a boring story, dude. And, and I, you know what I hate it? Follow the light. Follow the light. Follow the light. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those like we will not be divided. Yeah. It's yeah. like you know like it, it was just so dumb. I'm sorry. I hated this story. All right. So I was thinking bigger picture the whole time I was watching this film. Right. So. The Empire is looking for kyber crystals. And I've always wondered about where do they get these kyber crystals from to create the Sith, to create the Jedi. This guy, whoever this captain was... Well, he also uses it to fucking make the Death Star. Yeah, I was going to say. That too. So I was always wondering where they got them from. Turns out they stole people from their homes, collected them, found a spot where kyber crystals are, had them mine them, and then while they're mining them, they're using that same kyber crystal to build like a town right above ground on them, right? Right. And then while they're using them for their needs... Once they're done with them, they throw them away like you use toilet paper. I was like, damn, dude, this is like very a uh, very slavery story. That's yeah. the Empire. Yeah. That is literally like I mean, we so, saw it in Rebel. I'm uh, not Rebels. We saw it in um well we do see it in Rebels, but we also see it in Rogue One. Yeah. Like this isn't new. See, you know the best part is? This is what Brian told us right now. I watched this sh- episode. And what I enjoyed was I imagined everything outside of what this I, is. Not the actual so episode itself, but what it made me think about. Yeah. I went in my own fantasy world. I'm like, if they do this, it means they did this. And like, he started doing the fucking yeah, 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 yeah. string on the wall. No, thing. dude, this, like, just this story, it's about a hole in the ground. And I'm sorry. It is literally it. the episode of Hole of Child Above. <gasps> there we go. Oh, it, it, that's it, why I seem familiar. This was definitely the weakest episode. It was. And that's actually, like, saying that even though the very next one is not a strong episode it's either it's not a strong episode either uh how, how do you Aus. Aus song Aus? Aus. it's one of those things where the Uthrin. animation the, the youthrit <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where like the animation is like the animation is what draws you yeah. in it's another stop motion claymation kind yes. of thing but everything looks like it's yarn yeah it does it reminds me of a kirby's like the yarn, kirby game. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so you know i'll give it that Cute kid story, I guess. Lore wise, uh, again, is another thing about kyber crystals, yeah. and these are all corrupted ones that can be used for Sith sabers. But the Jedi are taking it and like trying to purify them to make yeah. Jedi sabers. Mm-hmm. But it's like kind of the same thing. But then the little girl's force sensitive, and she's drawn to it. And when she goes too close to it, it starts acting up. I'm like, I have never seen anything in any episode where the kyber That's, crystals do that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I felt. I was like, all right, this is. Someone did not read Star Wars lore or something. Like, <laughs> they got some yeah, ideas. Yeah, it's and they're like, like, I'm going to just go off this. I don't have time to figure this like, out. I don't like that. I do not like that. It is literally me doing the homework assignment like two minutes before I do. <laughs> it's me watching half a season of like something and then reviewing it on here. Oh my God, it is. Oh man. Well, we're going to get to that very soon. <laughs> we're almost there. So we're almost there. Oh my God, it totally is. So, so, so how about we do this? We'll get, rate the overall episode uh, series season as a whole, and then we'll just name off like what our favorite one okay. was. That works. That works. All right, um, Joe, you go first. Okay. Um, overall, I would give the whole season a seven and a half. And honestly, I think my favorite episode is um, 
shit, let me get the name again because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> um, it's not the Journey to the Dark Head. It's actually going to be Screecher's Reach. You you saw my favorite. Sorry. Yeah, no, Screecher's Reach is my favorite. Um, I love the way the Sith looks. I love the actual, yes. like, the idea that they do something different where the Sith is literally just not, like, it became a hermit. Yeah. And it just, it's gone, like, feral for the most part yeah. because of it. And I actually love that idea. And the fact that the another Sith out there who is like, hey, I need an apprentice. I found someone for something. I'm going to make sure she's worthy. And she just sends her on this mission. That's what I'm It's It's like a hero's journey, but like evil. Yeah. And like, but not only that, but like, there's so much there that actually ties into the actual Star yep. Wars lore world. And that's, yeah. You have to tie it back to the source material, not just be like, oh, I have an idea of what I think the force is, and then just run off with it. Yeah. Like, you can't just make shit up. Yeah. You have to actually, like, there's an already created universe that you yes. have to work with it. Um, I, I have to, man, I'm going to steal everything, Joe. I am giving this a seven and a half. Uh, my favorite episode was Creature's Reach. Uh, same reasons that you already described. I, as a Star Wars fan, like parts of this series. I don't think that there was enough of it, though, for me to like. Yeah, I mean, again, like I feel like those three episodes that were very child-friendly. Yeah. If they were to get rid of those and kind of do something that's also in the same vein and same like tone, this would have been so much better. I would give it a nine probably if it wasn't for those three episodes. But the, some of the kids ones were like I Am Your Mother was like wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but like again, like based like, on like how everything else is. Yeah. But, I mean it like, just stands out like a sore thumb and it just doesn't fit for what I'm binging. Yeah. And this all came out in one shot, so it was meant for you to binge. Yeah, true. Man, I hate to say it, but you're probably right. It's like it's like really the kitty ones, and and maybe at the end of the day, visions isn't wasn't aimed at us to begin with, you know. I mean, those the first two episodes are definitely aimed at people around our age. Right? They're <laughs> pretty dark. I mean, like a lot of these, a lot of these have to deal with death. True. I mean, they're not very kid friendly. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, is that what really what it is? It's like they just try to. Too, too much of a different audience for like one full show to like they try to cater to everybody and in doing so you alienate everybody at the same time man i yeah i think you're right but yeah seven and a half it's just like i said there's good stuff just not enough of it yeah i'm not gonna tell recommend this to people i'll recommend episodes i will not recommend yes i agree brian solid i'm gonna give it an eight i'm gonna tell anybody that likes star wars watch it if you have kids watch it with them you guys will get scared in the beginning you'll get feel good in the middle and then you may or may not continue to the end, but that's going to be a, based on your preference, to be honest. Like, the art style changing so much, it's it's always something new in each episode, right? You're like, yes. you're not stuck to one style. You're not stuck to one set of characters either. So you're more like guessing, okay, I'm watching this episode. Who should I care about? Who should I not care about? What is the main point of this story? So, like, you're in each one, you're trying to figure out what is the purpose of this one episode that they're trying to talk to me about in, like, less than 20 minutes, uh, for my favorite episode, it is going to be Journey to the Dark for me. The one with the mechanic and the disillusioned uh, young Jedi where he like fights the guy who killed his mentor. Like, yes. Traditional Star Wars it is. episode, it is. right? Yeah. Like That's what Star Wars is about. You're always trying to avenge somebody, but he doesn't want to do it the wrong way and use it the dark side. He wants to do it in the right side. And then the vision of the girl in the very beginning to come to call back towards the end. I was like, yes. they called back to it. Thank you. They didn't just say something. I yes, there. Yeah. They brought it back full circle. And then honestly, at the end of that episode, I felt like a series could have gone on. Very Star it, Wars. It definitely, it definitely felt like all, it could have been a series. From all yeah. the episodes I watched, that was the one where I felt like they could do something more with 
with it. You know yeah. what I mean? It like, felt like an actual bigger story than what it was. And, but they left it open-ended enough where like, you could see this as a pilot. Yeah. Yes. And that's why it's my favorite. Yeah. That was the only one that I saw. Like, yeah. I want more of this. Yeah, you're like, right. Like, And it would fit in perfectly fine. It would fit in anywhere. Like, yeah. It would fit in Clone Wars, Rebels, yeah, everywhere. Like, yeah, that but, was the one that was going to do it for me. Yeah. I actually love... The one that I love about that episode the most, the Sith fucking marked the kid. He scarred him. Yes. Like, you're gonna remember me. But, the, but what I love is, like, he kept trying to, like, turn him specifically, yeah. you know, like, the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. And it, it's not like he just went out and killed, you know, like, he just kills Jedi. Like, specifically, he wanted to turn this kid. And I felt like he just could sense the darkness in him. Yes. And he's like, and exactly. And that, that's the whole thing. Is like, if I can turn this kid, I have my own apprentice. And I'm but a that, there, yeah, they get even stronger, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you yeah, know, that's where I would rate eight because it's a nice variety watch. Watch it by yourself, watch it with kids. You're going to have a good time regardless. Um, that's pretty much where I'm at. All right. All right. And on that note, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Yes, yes. Play me my dances too. <laughs> The guys refuse to talk on the break, so now we're just going to go with a cold open like this. <laughs> all right. I mean, it works. I mean, it would have been good if you like, counted us down. Like, all right, guys, ready to come back from break in three, two, one. And welcome back to Broken Point of View Podcast. That would have been a cool intro. If I don't get my fucking random intro of you guys talking bullshit, we don't get the count in. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> you know, I thought we were in a democracy of a podcast. Guess it really is broken. I mean, I'm the one who does most of the fucking work on this podcast, editing and posting. You know, Brian, before we leave you in a pit, to our listeners, if you ever see Brian not moving for more than 30 minutes, be concerned. <laughs> Follow the light, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> God, I hated that episode. <laughs> you gonna tie your phone to Mr. Pickle so that way you it's like you're moving no matter what. Oh my god. That way you can sleep. Yes. That's pretty much what I do. Get an air tag on Follow the air tag. Follow the that air whole tag. pit episode of been solid. It just had an air tag. You know, I don't know why the Empire just doesn't have air tags. Seriously, air tag your prisoners. Jesus, that's so hard. You'll never lose them. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> they I slave. <laughs> I slayed you're stupid. <laughs> you know, I just realized uh, if we ever got sponsored by Apple, Brian wouldn't be allowed to have one. What do you mean? I already have one. He's the villain. <gasps> Remember villains are <laughs> Was that like did that just go over? Like, so, no. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, hold on If anyone's the villain in the podcast, it's Joe. <laughs> Not him. Wait, hold on. No, you just told me I can't have a three, two, one countdown. You're a villain in my book right now, bro. No, I'm not. What's the difference? <laughs> he, he, I know. He, 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 he just up so high. <laughs> so you guys get iPhones? I don't. Yeah, I have an iPhone already. I'm just saying. I'm already using it. I'm not happy about it, but I use it. <laughs> he has an iPhone too. I, 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 so see, Joe's the Joe is he doesn't have the iPhone. Whole time. Jeez, now the truth comes to light. Need to get grab my mustache and get the little twirl going. <laughs> I, I think you should. Dude. I think it'll be a good one. For us. <laughs> have yeah. you guys seen the uh, trailers for Candela Obscura? I have. I am so excited, for dude. This. They dress up. 
Yeah, they did it just for the promotional thing. I don't know if they're gonna do it for every episode. Oh, I hope they do it for every episode. They'll probably do it for the first one as special episodes, but I don't but they did it for the first. Like the first, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, but like they do the whole first episode in costume. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no idea we're talking yeah, about. Uh, so the critical roles a new uh, thing. They literally created their own game and their own way to play. It's kind of Dungeons mm-hmm. Dragon based with the dice roll and all that stuff, but. It has its own classes and special ways everything works. Yeah, it's got different rules. Like they actually developed their own game, dude. Like they're but, but branching but, away from just Dungeons and Dragons. But they're doing like I, I I hope they do the whole series. But it's like very like detectivey, like nineteen like old school nineteen twenties. Like, yeah, and they dressed up like in that era for like the first episode. I hope they do the rest of the series like that. But we'll see. Where are you watching this at? YouTube. YouTube, Twitch. Twitter, Twitch. Yeah, Twitter. Twitch. Sorry, that's Twitter. Yeah. But Twitch. Um, with that, though. No, I want to keep going on this. No, uh, oh, oh. I'm really excited you, about this. Yeah, oh, check it out, dude. Check out the... Tr- like, no, I'm like, I'm joining right now. Like, this, like they straight up, like, they legit went all out for this, dude. Like, it's fucking great. And the whole story behind it is, like, you're playing the investigators and all this stuff, trying yeah. to figure out, like, a murder mystery thing. Now, from what I've been told, though, like, their combat system, is it, like, the their whole, like, play style, the, the, the game itself, isn't really meant for like combat intensive like things. It's gonna be more story based as opposed yes, to combat based. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even that I like the, the story based because I mean they're all voice actors and they all do great jobs creating characters and stories. Yeah. True. So I mean, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to keep up with it. Except they don't release the YouTube episodes until later. They're always a week behind. Yeah. 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 The Twitch goes up first, and then a week later you get the YouTube and the podcast. Actually, no. I think the YouTube comes the day after. No, no, I, uh, the YouTube episode, it's not going to come out on YouTube until like June 4th or something, I heard. Oh, so then a week later then. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a tangent there. <laughs> you guys got so into it, it was funny. Dude, I love Critical Role, I can't help right. myself. But um, we're now back, we're going to be talking about Muppet Mayhem. Yes, Mayhem indeed. <laughs> so, uh, who picked this one? Uh, I did You did? I did I kind of was like, yeah, let's do that. I love the Muppets, dude. I grew up on the shit. <sighs> Brian, do you like the Muppets? No. You guys could have said no. I, I really... Well, I didn't know I was... Okay, so I'm not super familiar with, like, Muppet movies, per se, because I never really grew up watching them. Yeah. But I always thought they looked cute, whatever, you know? And I was like, oh, this would be a fun series, you know? Yeah. I realize now I don't like the Muppets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I realize now I'm not a Muppet person. I'm not either. Like I like. Don't get me wrong. You know those Elmo memes. Yeah. They crack me up, yeah. right? Elmo doing the random shit and stuff. But um, I have to watch a whole movie about Muppets. I'm not here for it. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, this was a series. So this was like and that's 10 what episodes, made it even right? worse. And I was like, man, this uh, is really tough. And I this could have been a movie. Me? It should have totally been a movie. This could have, been could way have better just been a movie. Yes. With all the cameos they yeah. did. Yes. Do it, dude. But don't get me wrong. I, I lived for the cameos of the and, one episode yeah. where they brought in all the DJs, yeah. all the famous people. Like, So that's the thing. They, they had great cameos. Yes. Right? But like the problem talent. is that it's so drawn out that it's hard Sizzle to down. it. Yeah. That it's hard to enjoy the cameos because you're like in this big bog of story that I don't give a shit about. And then, like, oh, cool cameo. And then more boring ass shit I don't give a fuck about. And Dude, then, like, but the level of cameo. So you got Zed, a yes. famous DJ. You got... Uh, Can I just... Want, I just want to comment on that. And these aren't just, like... These are, like, cameos of, like, millennial, like, music. 
Like, which is they're what called, the, they're EDM artists. Probably. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. Guess you're right. You're right. Sorry, sorry, Brian. Brian, you're as a lawyer, as, as an expert in this music, you're absolutely right, Brian. You yes. are the expert then, in you this. Know, yeah. You go back to the 80s where you got Paula Abdul coming yeah. up out of nowhere, you got Maria Freeman coming out, you got Weird Al Yakovic to come out. I'm like, what the hell is he even doing here? Tony uh, Chong, isn't he in like a oh, yeah, right? Cheech yeah. Marine, dude. Ben Schwartz, the guy who plays fucking Sonic. There's also the guy from uh, Workaholics. Uh yeah yes you know uh, who else Anders. came out yeah I think I think Joe knows this one guy who came out I'm not sure if you know him Joe uh, I think his name was uh Kevin Smith never heard of him <laughs> <I figured that. laughs> so moving on Kevin Smith was in this oh, yeah man, I totally and so was a uh, homeboy from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine uh Joe Lo Truglio you got Dead Mouse that was on there oh I Dead saw that he took the helmet off dude what? he took the, no he had the Muppets in the helmets too and they were all like. How do you do this? How do you How breathe do you this thing? thing? <laughs> he had those paints and knocked some yeah. of his stuff. I was like, okay, that was a great episode yeah. where they're like trying to find their sound again. Oh stuff. my God. Okay. That was good. Um, but oh my God, like all the cameos they had. Yeah. Like that's what, I kind of want to know that aspect of the things of the budget. Like how much money did you get this Muppet series that they had enough money to pull in these top good, good, uh, good. No, it's good. Uh, Publicity? Good, no, goodwill. Good. No. No. A lot of these. A lot of these people. You have to understand, Brian. Like the Muppets are an ingrained part of like uh, U.S. culture. Yeah. And a lot of these artists that a lot of these people that did cameos. Grew, grew up, up with this. it, yeah. They love the Muppets. They did get paid, probably. But yeah, they got, probably but not. Paid like, their yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like a big paycheck for these cameos. Like they probably came in and made me work for like maybe ten minutes at best. And again, it's like they were working with the Muppets, and for a lot of people. That's like crossing off like a... A bucket list. So it's almost as if like, hey, Joe, so you guys want to star in a quick Power Rangers reunion episode? You guys say yes. yes. exactly. I don't have to pay you anything? Probably uh, I mean, for legal well, reasons. The, you, legally, you, you had to pay us. Yeah, okay. legally. hundred you, bucks to be in a Power Rangers movie. Yeah, episode. I'd be like, yeah, probably. Okay, so that's probably what they did. Because, yeah, no, I looked it up just to see when the Muppets actually began like appearing on a children's television workshop. 1972. Uh, program Sesame Street. What'd you say? 1972. Good try, you. I don't fucking know. 73. All right, you guys are both off. They actually 69. started in 1969. Oh, damn. <laughs> I got the second one. Yeah, but yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It's like these people that made the cameos and stuff like that have been exposed to like Muppet. Like they oh, probably like the Muppet. Yeah, Especially Al. Um, like this was Al their Yankovic. childhood. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he loved that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he totally looks like yeah. someone that would love it. His hairstyle. He looks like, like a Muppet. Yeah. His hairstyle. So it, it's not surprising. And, and the cameos were cool. Like I said, it's like that part was cool. It, had this been a movie, this probably would have been a lot better. I think you even could have put this movie as jam packed as it was in the theaters, to be honest, and like populated Maybe. with all the yeah. freaking cameos. Like, oh, I don't know if it would work in theaters just for the I, fact yeah. that like people don't, like, people know the Muppets, but you didn't yeah, have any yeah, name other than like Animal. A, I yeah, I agree with Joe. Holy crap, you're right. This is kind of like yeah, when they Kermit, did, none of them, Gonzo, Piggy, is, none of them showed is, up. This is kind of like when they did the last Looney Tunes movie that went out in theaters and like nobody watched Space Jam too. No, not Space Jam. Oh, nobody watched that one either. But uh, the one before, no, the one with the actual Looney, they made another Looney Tunes movie like a couple years ago. The fuck? I want to say that was a thing. Uh, you can go ahead and pull that up for us. I'm gonna need you to pull that up because I don't believe flying. you. We don't believe it. But in the meantime. But yeah, no, like, I don't feel like this would have worked in theaters. It could have been a straight to Disney Plus for a movie, but you would have to cut out so many cameos, so many random moments that they did. Like, Animal trying to do the temp job thing, that whole moment would have been cut. Which one? When Animal's trying to get a temp job. Oh, with Ben Schwartz? Yeah. That was funny. That was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just repeating what I'm saying? No. Are you just saying no to everything? 
No. No. Yes. No, yes. are you saying yes to everything? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> and then he's like, am I the most handsome person you've ever seen? No. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, damn. You're right. It was back in action back in 2003, which is like 20 years. Man, I forget. With Ben wow. Frazier. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Brendan Frazier. So, like, like, dude, come on. Yeah. Get out the program. So, uh, so yeah, I was like, blacked out so much of my life. Yeah, it literally blacked out. Like, yeah, 10 years of my life. Uh, I'm going to say I'm Jason Bourne that way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Only that way, though. Not with any of the other <laughs> stuff. Not any of the cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, there were parts of this movie that were funny. But honestly, man, I found this band fucking annoying half the time. They wreck everything, man. Yeah, that's the whole point. God, they're terrible people. Yeah. They're literally supposed to be, they're, like, they're literally the, uh, what's the fucking term, the word? They're like a parodies of actual bands. Oh, I guess. But like fucking Mr. T, like, oh, he didn't even get that far. Fuck. So you know how he has that gold too? Yeah. Not a two. <laughs> it's actually a, a golden case for floss. Because he actually is a doctor for dentistry. Oh my gosh. His, he actually is Dr. T. And then, I don't know, like, what was the, the, the record lady's deal? What was she trying Nora. to... Nora. Yeah, Nora. That's right. <laughs> what was, like, she was just, like... <laughs> she was trying to make a name for herself. It's like... She was trying to pretty much become a yeah. high-end manager for a band. Like, that was her whole goal in life. And she saw it as her last moment because the lady who owned the record label was going to sell it and get rid of it. It's just, like, it's so hard for me to follow it because none of the characters are worth following? See, that's... A, problem you have no soul you don't enjoy this kind of stuff i have a soul <laughs> i did not sell it i was no, like yeah no i was, I was like, like don't really get a pocket. like i really did not sell Wait, that if i had the cricket sound i would i know yeah this is why we need a soundboard it's like oh uh, like i guess like can your soundboard just be you saying the words like an automatic <laughs> oh my god i'm totally down yeah. cricket 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 dude that's it it's gonna be our soundboard mass applause mass applause mass applause mass applause golf clap golf clap make it so make it so <laughs> the other one the other one the beep sounds beep beep every time solo says the c word beep no you can't just say beep because it is the same sound you have to be like i am beeping <laughs> I am, I am beeping out this word right now, so you don't hear it. <laughs> Still funnier than the Muppets movie. Oh, dang! You know what? I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, exactly. Joe took that as an insult. I, Why are you mad I'm at sorry. Me? I Why just did not. That was his start. I could not enjoy no, this I'm movie. Sorry. Like I just didn't care for it. You know, I fell asleep. You fell asleep. I was very tired though this week. So okay. Well, I mean, you and did. Then I yeah. woke up and continued. Oh well, you know. I mean, I, I did binge in two days. Damn, Damn dude. dude. I tried. Look, I, I was binging this episodes. I binged full episodes. And I was like, fuck. I binge episodes. All five episodes. Five episodes. That's a good amount. I binge episodes. You know what I, I what I did is like after the fifth episode, I was like, all right, I'm going back to 20 sides. <laughs> and started watching that. <laughs> oh, Brandon Lee Mulligan. Yes. Oh, man. You know what we should do? We should get t-shirts made where it looks like Matt Mercer and Brandon Lee Mulligan as saints. Like the candles. Oh my god! That would sell. That would sell. We should pitch it to them. And then, because they're the ones who are going to be able to sell yeah. it. And then get like, they and, and then it'd be like, can we get like 0.5% of your like sales? Fuck that. I just want to show up and like to an episode where they record and just like, see, be there. Dude, have they done like live recordings yet? They have done live recordings. Oh my god. They awesome. literally have like, where they go to auditoriums. Yeah. And, like, they, and they usually do it at conventions though. Oh man. Yeah. Dude, they should do a tour. Oh, they God. should totally tour. 
That'd be so fucking hard, though, because they all are, like, working voice actors. Oh, I mean, you can take, like, a season off. Think about it. Like, a tour is only, like, a couple months, right? Depends on how long the tour and how many dates you have. Uh, so you just do, like, a U.S. tour, right? So it's like a... You do once a week. You probably go, we'll say, 20 states. Yeah. 20 weeks. Maybe not 20 states. A 10-day ten, a ten, ten tour? Yeah. Do you do 10 episodes? I mean, each one like about three to four hours each yeah, episode. but that, you could do that. Actually, yeah, that, you can only do 10 then. Yeah. It's like, I feel like they get really tired from touring. I mean, literally, just like fly to, to one spot a week, fly back home, you have the whole week, you work and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it just the travel's going to kill. Yeah. But that's not a bad idea for like them. Think about it. Like, because, I mean, to be fair though, they do make a lot of money. Oh my God, we're, we're getting sidetracked here. We're supposed to be talking about Muppets Mayhem and we're talking about the Muppets. We're supposed to be promoting the, our yeah, podcast. We're, you guys are promoting We're, we're, talking, about the, we're talking about the promotion. We're talking about, I know, this really so dope. Well yeah, we're talking about the economics really of like critical it. role. Like, hey, Jesus, uh, you guys want to go suck on them? Go suck on them off of our podcast tonight, please. <laughs> Brian's right. <laughs> Brian's actually right. Jesus. <laughs> we're trying to get to that level. You remember that, right? <laughs> So, so Muppets Mayhem. Muppets I'm sorry, Mayhem. Brian. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Yeah, Muppets Mayhem. Uh, so, but, okay. so what did you get up to? What was so, the last episode? Okay, so I saw the episode where they got high okay. in the desert. Off expired marshmallows. And it was fucking weird. I was like, of course they're getting high in the desert, but I don't know. It, this music had a Again, lot of... it makes fun of tropes of like, actual bands. Yeah, I guess. But like, these tropes are so old. Well, the band's old. The show's old. Everything about it is old. I guess my... So my question is, who is this show for? It is for the people who grew up on the Muppets and for their kids. Yeah. Is it for the kids, though? Because, like, a lot of the music that they themselves play... It literally covers of old songs. Yeah. They did Joe Cocker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, my biggest problem is, like, even though they had um, a lot of, like, new generation artists, they only play old songs. But that is also the style that the band plays. Like the they, but that's like why that. I think that it's. I mean, you if you're aiming this at kids, shouldn't they play songs that are relevant to like younger audiences? Yeah, more uh, new age songs. I mean, I get it. Like, there's some of the songs are techno or whatever, but you can do like a old school band cover of like new songs. Yeah, no, I agree. They could have uh, changed it some which way from to appeal to. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, it just feels like it's like. It is still meant for older audiences, but I feel like as an older audience, like, have they outgrown the material? I haven't. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I listened to the soundtrack. Oh, dear God, he listens to the soundtrack. As long as he doesn't buy the vinyl to it, we're fine, guys. We're fine. <laughs> it, buys the it's vinyl in the mail. Oh, no, Joe! No. Why? Special edition. I legitimately no. did not. Enjoy this. I did not enjoy the cover. I didn't think you would, honestly. I thought yeah. Brian would, though, and this is what surprises me that you don't, you're not a Muppet fan. I thought you would be one. No, like I said, um, SME Street, yeah, I grew up on the streets, but it wasn't that much that I'm like, oh my God, I hope to make a Sesame Street movie. Like, no, not in a million years. Like, yeah. I, it's done. It's over with. I'm over that. I, I, I guess you're not Joe, and that's okay, yeah, bro. Like, not everybody has their niche that they hang out to from their childhood. We found out the Muppets is yours. Dude, when they did the Solo's Power Rangers, yeah. when Jason Segel did the Muppet movie that he had, I bet you were all over it. I saw it opening night at the theaters by See, myself, right there. Case in point, yeah, it's just uh, the Muppets. It's just not you. My you thing. have the hardcore fans, yeah. that would never let it go, yeah. and that's what they made this for. But see, that's Me and what I'm Donald saying, Faison. and that's yes. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that this movie was aimed at kids. 
It didn't seem like no, it was. It was like, more aimed at the Joes yep. in the world to bring their kids along for the ride. But I don't think the kids are going to enjoy it. I don't think that there's enough in there for the kids to like this. It, that's where it's going to be a subject to something. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I like I said, every yeah. every show, every movie and show we've watched, I've always approached it with the eyes of a parent yeah. and the eyes of a Brian. Yeah. And a lord. So I guess like, would you would you say that your your child? Do you think they would like this? She, I, I played it. She was in the room. She walked That's by it every time and didn't pay. Exactly what I'm saying. Like, this movie, I think you're right. It was aimed at older like millennials and at Gen Xers, and in the in the hopes that they'll bring their kids along for the ride. Yeah, along for the ride. And that it would grab the kids. Yes, but the thing is, like, it's not. There's nothing there for kids to grab onto. You do. You're not. You're not crossing that line with the music, the younger music. You know, you're still sticking by what they are. This movie is. For better or for worse, just aim at the people who are already into this anyway. Oh. And I think it, it's a, to a fault, which is why I think this would have been better off as a movie. You're wasting a lot of resources and a lot of time. But see, when you make something to go to the movies, you have made something that's going to hit the masses. Mm, well, I, what I mean by movie, I just meant on streaming, not in actual oh. theaters. Yeah. A straight to streaming yeah, Like movie. straight to okay. streaming movie. Yeah, yeah and this would have been a million times better as a streaming movie. Uh, the uh, all the cameos would have hit a lot. It would have stayed in your mind a lot, like throughout the movie, and would have like soothed how boring this actually is. Uh, I mean, who did they get as like the main one of the main actors in it? Taj Andrew. Mowry. Oh, that yeah. guy is funny. Like I've seen a lot of the shows that he's been yeah. in ever since he was over there in Sister Sister from back in the day. That guy's smart funny. guy. Yeah. Was I, he funny in this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was funny. Mm-hmm. Like he was funny as a kid. He's funny now. Like I like him as a as an actor. I guess you could say. So for me to watch it, he held my interest. Like I was trying to figure out what are you doing here? How are you trying to hold this show together? Because you're the only face I kind of know outside of the one other Muppet animal. And then like, wait, wait, monster, monster, <laughs> no, like, monster. animal. No, I know that was oh, yeah. your monster. Yeah. I was like, I got the name right. You guys are tripping right now. Yeah. So yeah, when he was like trying to hold the story together, that was Joe. Yeah, like, oh guys, I grew up with this. I know. Yeah, this, like, I know they're supposed yeah, to sound yeah, like. Yeah. And he had his own little mixtape CD yeah. that like this is what the new age music sound like from their old age yeah. stuff. Like he's like, this is the connection I should be, and that's your point. So what it should be. Yes, and again, that's how kids I feel like would have like gravitated toward this. It's like, dude, at least what they do is they don't even come up with original music. They just cover shit. So cover some neat. Oh, man, I'm like ranting now. Woo. Uh, it's funny. I know. I know. You and it looks like I Joe know. has something to say. But Sorry, Joe. Well, no, I was, they actually made a couple of original songs for okay. the episodes. Okay, cool. I yeah. didn't get that far. <laughs> you raised quick. No, you I, literally I, I, missed yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay, so they made some original songs. Yeah, but I mean, it was mostly covers, which I mean, like, that's usually how it goes for these kind of movies. Which though. I get that. But, like, again, it's like if you are trying to, like, hold on to a younger demographic, maybe cover something in. Again, like, what are they going to cover? Like, what bands would you say nowadays that they can cover? Like, I honestly, dude, you can cover any popular artist and then just put it in a band format. Okay, okay. Give me an artist and example. Go. I don't know who's big. I don't listen to Top Forty Radio, so I don't even know. Lizzo. You can make a Lizzo song and then make it in a Muppets form. No. <laughs> Try again. Who's <laughs> okay? I don't know who else is Taylor big. Swift. You could have said sure. Taylor Swift. You could do a Taylor Swift song in a Muppets version. Can they afford Taylor Swift? No. You they said make, that you, you got, can make a cover. Uh, excuse me, I thought you guys were saying this is all at goodwill. Yeah, you can make a cover out of it. You're gonna tell me Taylor Swift's not a goodwill person. And you're telling me it's Her? Too. No. Alright. She's a Nordstrom Rack person at best. Wow. Nordstrom okay. Rack? Not Jesus. even Nordstrom? Jesus. Well, I was like, at best, like she's higher up. I mean, like, that's the best you're gonna get her at. Oh. 
Like, goodwill, like, that's, like, that's the bottom of the barrel. Like, those people, like, willing to do it for damn near free. That's fair. That's, that's where you get Kevin Smith, who's like, I can be on a thing. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, like I said, I just... If we put the if we put, put the extension out, like, hey, Kevin Smith, we have a podcast, but let's come on. Chances are we might be able to pull it. I mean, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on an email send right, it out. Cool, cool. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, it's just like this... I would have liked this as a movie. Would have been a lot more palatable for me. Okay, Brian. Actually, I want to hear what you have to say. You were quite. Yeah, you actually haven't. Yeah, what did you learn about that? You're the fan here. Joe, Joe, sell this to me. Sell this to Saul. Sell to Saul. This is so good, and why his opinion should be changed. Well, no, I can't change his opinion. His opinion is beyond fixing. Like he's stuck there. I know that for a fact. I know Saul. I want to change his rating up by 0.5. You did, time. actually, yeah. So, I mean, it is changeable. Yeah, I, but that was something that he was kind of, like, enjoying somewhat. This is something that he hated altogether. He didn't even finish it. He didn't understand the heart behind the film, bro. It takes my film, bro. Again, this is not aimed towards kids. It's aimed for the people my age who grew up on the show. Okay. It is. It's literally, like, it's not even in using any of the core members. It's the fucking band from The Muppet Show. The, the house band. But, I mean, at the same time, it's, like, literally just a lot of the same Muppet tropes where you have, like, a lot of the cameos, a lot of the random jokes, gags, stuff like that that's going to happen. This is stuff that I grew up on and I enjoy wholeheartedly. This is my kind of comedy and humor for the innocent side of me. Hmm. Like, I also enjoy some really dark, fucked up shit. But, you know, this is, like, you know, the more, like, like palate cleanser kind of comedy. Yeah. And this is what I enjoy. And then also, I recently really started getting into, like, older music, so... Hearing a lot of stuff that they played on here, a lot of the music they played, I enjoyed a lot of that as well. To the point where at work, I'm listening to the soundtrack when I'm not listening to the other podcasts or our own podcasts. But um, the overall story of like, you know, someone who's like literally trying to find their place in the world by doing the one thing that they actually dream of becoming good at, the one thing that they found solace in as a child was music. They want to become a manager for a band because them not actually having any real musical talent themselves. I want to find a band and propel them forward and build them up and make them bigger. And that's what Nora was trying to do. She was trying to find her place in the world in the music industry by bringing this band that legitimately has no right ever being a band. Because, one, again, like I said, all covers. Two, they had been on a fucking world tour for 52 years. That was one of the jokes of the fucking show. Yeah. Which right here, you're fucking smiling and smirking. Right, like you want to laugh about it. Well, because like I said, it's like I'm being, you know, like I've been around music. Like I know, you know, bands are darn tour all the time. I got the joke. Yeah. Yeah. But like to me, like the story spoke to me more than it did to you. Because the whole idea of trying to find your place in the world. I get that. And to me, with the comedy they do and also the fact that it's the Muppets, which I like I said, I enjoy them wholeheartedly. It was just right up my alley. You didn't grow up on the Muppets, you said. Did not. Yeah. You did not. That right there is a major strike because this is not something that you're used to comedy-wise. Yeah. This is not like a trope that you're going to like be going with. So, I mean, like, did you even like the, the movie Happy Time Murders? Probably going to see it. Did not. Yeah, like, this is like something that's like definitely not up your alley. Yeah. So, I, I get it. You're, there's no way I can change his point of view on this. This Too is broken. 
<laughs> Shattered. <laughs> like I was that, making like, a spit take on that one. Like, hey, waiting for you to take a sip. I'm like, too broken. Go. Spit God it. damn. <laughs> but yeah, like for me, this is mostly nostalgia. It's also like digging at the idea of like, you know, the music itself behind it. It's stuff I, used to, I really started to get more into recently. And on top of that, like I said, like the idea of trying to find your place in the world to try and solace in like the one thing that you feel is your calling. To try to find the idea of like, can I really be my full potential in something that I have no idea what I'm really doing and I'm just trying to get by, by the skin of my teeth, just making up as I go, hoping against hope when the odds are stacked so far against me that I can actually do it. That's kind of what the show spoke to me with mm. while giving me cameos of all these fucking crazy famous people that... You would not expect to fucking see. I saw Lil Nas X in this fucking yeah, show. Yeah, that know. was so. Like random. I said, the cameos. What the hell, bro? Goodwill, my friend. Goodwill. Yeah, whatever. Taylor Swift ain't goodwill enough. <laughs> no from around. Taylor Swift, why weren't you in this? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's on tour right now. I know. She's probably on time. But yeah, I mean, like, and then like the whole even reason I even knew about this to begin with, honestly, was because Kevin Smith posted about it. What? That's how I found out about the show. I never saw an advertisement for this. I never saw any. I, I never person. saw an Yeah, where did, when did I see an advertisement for this? It would have been if you were watching Disney+. Plus. I think if that's what it was, I was probably watching... I forgot what I was watching. Yeah, it, I saw it first from um, Kevin Smith, and then I saw that um, Ben Schwartzman. Oh, yep. He's good, though. I like him. Dude, he's fucking great. Yeah. I love him in fucking Parks and Rec. Yes. <laughs> he's so funny with this sister. The what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> uh, damn it. I gotta watch an episode of <laughs> The way he did. The worst. <laughs> There's your fucking soundbite. Oh, your... another one. Another one. Oh, I man. I got oh, we need to do this. Yeah, we... I got this. It's going to happen. Dude, I downloaded the app on my tablet. Like, it's Perfect. very, like, Perfect. as we put it in my own so, I got this. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, for me, it, it spoke to me a lot of on a personal level. It's hit my nostalgia strings. It I enjoyed the music as well. And then on top of that, I got to see Baby Animal speak fucking fluent English. Oh, that happened? Oh, man, I missed out on that. There's literally a moment where it's Baby Animal, and then as oh, they're high yeah, in the yeah, desert... Yeah, 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 I saw it. Yeah, 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 I remember that. You you know Nora? Nora! Yes, yes, her. You you are here to protect her, to be your, to be your savior. Nora. Yes, yes, Nora. <laughs> like, the, like, that right there, like, it fucking made me laugh to no end. I rewound it and fucking watched it again. The idea that was just fucking ridiculous. Like, to me, it was fucking great. Because animal, of course, you know, being the fucking caveman creature, yeah. whatever it is, fucking hilarious. To me, this is just going back to when I was a kid watching fucking the Muppets on TV or Muppet Babies when I was a kid or fucking one of the Muppet, many Muppet movies, Muppet Christmas Carol, fucking Muppet Take Manhattan, fucking the Muppet movie. It's just, it took me back to a place where I was happier and, you know, had no responsibilities and just... It was just one of those, at the same time, it was speaking to me about who I am now. Mm. Trying to find my place in the world. Am I doing what I really want to do? Am I happy with where I'm at? Do I want to move forward? It brought up a lot of these things, while also at the same time, I got to reminisce on all the good shit of the past. It took me in a happy little middle place. 
Well, that's incredibly heartwarming, Joe. And uh, <laughs> and you hated every second. <laughs> I know, no, no, no. Look, uh, literally, those much like. <laughs> how can I tear this apart? No, I'm not. When I'm Joe not. just gave me the most heartful <laughs> moment right now. No, it was like this is not enough. You're not something. It was like watching a car salesman try to sell you on a hybrid, and you're like, "Fuck hybrids." <laughs> no, I fuck the environment. Now. Fuck the environment. Let it die where let's stay where die where it stands. I don't have kids. They don't. Have, I'm not worried about shit. <laughs> And maybe that's what I'm missing is that experience. Um, you're right. Didn't grow up on it. It's just... I get... I, this is mainly for the people who grew up on the show. Yeah. And me, like I said, I grew up on it. I figured Brian did. You, I know you miss out a lot as a kid. Like, you're oh, watching fucking right. Judge Judy and Richie Lake and shit. Uh, no. I Jerry Springer. Jerry, no, I didn't watch that. Jerry, no. What? They, they dug me out of the ground like a full-fledged adult. They just pulled me out from like uh, uh, the ogre... Or were they the... In uh, Lord of the Rings, the... Uh, the orcs? Yeah, the orcs. Wow. Like, it was like, oh, came out of full-fledged adult. Cynical as hell, for obvious reasons. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should check Solo's birth certificate. <laughs> it says he was born in Mordor. Shit. Hey, so, so, uh, is he there, buddy? Um, so Beast back on the menu, boys. <laughs> that explains a lot more about why he devoured that steak. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got a spin take number two. So close. So Don't close. do it when he's aiming at my fucking laptop. Uh, that's true, too. Brian, just because you could have finished the steak. Obviously, Sean. Does, that make, it, does, that, make it, like, does that make it superhuman? We're <laughs> <laughs> on the carnivorous side. I am carnivorous as hell, bro. <laughs> so, that being said, uh, so you didn't finish it. Stop the episode. Right yeah, number? I stopped that episode five or six. Five or six. They all Joe, kind of blur. You finished it. Yeah. Did you finish, you finish it? it? Okay. Yeah, the ending was uh, heartwarming, you could say, because like he was saying, Animal was going around trying to find Nora because he went and told the whole band, Nora's gone. And like the band was like, what? What do you mean Nora's gone? Because they all broke up and like did their own thing. They were all making dollars, jingles, TED Talks. They were fucking doing it. They started talk. a cult. They started, <laughs> one of them started a cult, and that shit was funny as hell. And I was like, that sounds about right from the band, you know? And so at the end of the thing, if, oh, he's 30 seconds to Mars. I got it. Yeah. yeah, and it's a thirty seconds to March yes. reference. Yep, and so but also the one who started the call is like more of a Janis Joplin representative. Mm-hmm. And in the end, they all came back together. And then they, you know what? They busted out fucking Fast and Furious. They're like, we're not just a band, we're family. family. Yeah. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, they went there. And, and that's where we had the cameo from Vin Diesel. Yes, you missed that too. No way. Yeah, Dude, no way. So Ted, go watch it. He walked. Uh, he literally does the same where he walked by. Yeah, he just nods. He not and because he, he gets it because he's about family well you know what you're not about so take a wild guess starts with an F uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to dude, dude oh man I was trying to set you up Joe I was like dude this could go very sideways right now <laughs> if, I, if I set this up right this could go very sideways I was gonna say I'm like nope nope we can't uh, do that no, no, dang no. it all right, we'll talk about this off the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, dude, you should totally just watch last so, episode. So you, okay. Just so watch you, the last episode. Seems like you enjoyed nice. this. I, I enjoyed that they tied it up in a loop. Okay, got gotcha. They tied it up in a loop. Um, they didn't, they it literally, like, it was fun. It was fun. It was a fun watch, but I would not personally recommend this to, like, many people because yeah. it's a Joe niche, like, very tight group from those the Muppets. Like, 1969, half the people that know this is probably dead. Or, or dying. Or dying. So, yeah. I, I legit at one point until someone fucking borrowed them and never gave them back. I had the first four seasons of the Muppet Show on DVD. Jesus, 
Like I said, there was legit like them like ballroom dancing and like they was the Muppets smoking. Like they were complaining about someone smoking like chain smoking cigarettes. They had a Muppet chain smoking. Um, the first season. I mean, they got high in the desert. It was marshmallows. Yeah. Right. Expired marshmallows laced with LSD. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the expiration date. All right. Was so, a suggestion. Final ratings. Final ratings. Go so. Oh man! Well, like I said, I didn't enjoy this. Wait, wait! Can I get your ratings? Since you guys both didn't like it, I'm curious. No, because then that's impartial to our rating. You can write it down and then you can figure it out. Text yourself what you think our ratings are. Go so. Doing it. All right. Um, I'm gonna give this a six. Okay. Um, cameos are great. There are some genuinely funny bits in this. Personally, I could not stand the band, and I could not stand. Kara? Nora. Nora. <laughs> wow, I literally just said it five minutes ago, dude. Animal says it, it's like 40 times each episode. Yes. Nora. That's how much I cared. Uh, and I, yeah, I didn't like Nora. Just didn't care. Um, I think this would have been a better movie. Had this been a movie, my rating probably would have gone up. Just not for me. That makes sense. Yeah, I, what can I say? Sorry, audience who are Muppet fans. It's okay, this dude. is probably, probably this. Like one no, my 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 opinion is probably the unpopular opinion, but um, yeah, six. Cool. All right, so I'll follow you up. I'll give it a seven. Um, like I said, I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody just because it's one of those things. Like, yeah, know about the Muppets to go about it. Yeah. Um, dude, that's such a small group of people that I even know. You know, uh, I the, the highlight was the cameo episodes. Uh, there was every episodes. episode had a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the music cameo. Okay. Uh, that was like early on. Like the first half really had my interest because yeah. of the cameos yeah, were the cameos, so heavy. Yeah. And they did that to keep you in the vested, right? And I saw what they did there. And like when I saw the Dead Mouse, when I saw the Zed, when I saw the Brian Schwartz, I mean, he wasn't an artist, but he's funny yeah. to watch too. Uh, Lil Nas was surprising and uh, Chi Chi Chong and all those different uh, cameos. That's what kept me invested. But then after episode five and six, where you stopped, that's where it started to like, you know, you got to watch it because you're invested. Like you're already this far in finish it you know what i mean figure out how the story ends and that's what got me for this and i was like all right you got me with the cameos cool i'm gonna finish it just to say i finished it and let's see how you tie back homeboy who was trying to get his cd sampled how do you finish homegirl who wanted to be up and coming how'd you finish it with uh, her sister how'd you finish it with uh, the guy who was trying to be her boyfriend yeah. like there are so many different moving parts that in the end they tie them all up you know Homegirl doesn't get the love interest, but she does become popular. Uh, the Muppets bring their own people back on because the show was canceled to begin with. And I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. So that's why. Kept it at a cool seven. The storyline was beginning to end. Closed it. No loose ends. Um, and I, uh, the cameos were the highlight for the series for me, to be honest. What about you, John? All right. Before we get there, I actually you guys did better than I thought. I thought Saul was going to give it a five. I thought you were going to give it a six and a half. No, this was ah, intense. So like, like, no, this was, um, I mean, it was well edited. I, I figured they would wrap everything up. It, it's not that I had a problem with the storytelling. And that's when something will get like a really low rating for me. Okay. It's like when things don't make sense or like, you know, it's like, well, this is just stupid. It's, just poorly written. Yeah, yes. So that's when things get really low for me. Um, I knew that this was going to be well edited and it was. And I knew the story was going to make sense. It's just me not just liking the plot. And that's why I got the rating that it did. Okay. Well, for me, I enjoy this, like I said. And I gave my whole reason of why I enjoyed it, so I don't have to go deeper into it. But I would rate this 8.5. That's fair. Okay. That's a yeah. good rating. I mean, if you, like me, enjoy the Muppets from back in the day and you don't mind old school classic rock music, you're going to fucking love this. The cameos are just a bonus on top of all that. Yeah. 
Which I mean, like, all Muppet movies have always been cameo heavy to begin with. TV shows too. Even in Sesame Street. She yeah. All the cameos. Yeah. Everybody that was famous has been on Sesame Street at one point. It was pretty dope to watch. Goodwill. True. <laughs> Just not Taylor Swift because she does not care. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift, come on. Get with it. To uh, use a name popular by uh, Ralph Garman, Tadoff Switler. Sure about Joseph. Not familiar with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he would re- refer to her as uh, female Hitler. Oh. So he called her Tadoff Switler. And then it was funny because he would put up posts of uh, Hitler quotes with pictures of... Oh, my God, that's terrible. With pictures of Taylor Swift. And her fans would like him, thinking that it was actual like lyrics or something that she said. Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Ralph Garman. <laughs> Whoever that guy is. You don't know who Ralph Garman is? I don't know who that is. He is a soul. Okay. Uh, he used to be on K-Rock. He would do the showbiz beat on the Kevin and Bean show. Uh, he works with Kevin Smith on Hollywood Babylon. And he has his own show that he does uh, through Patreon called The Rock Report. Cool. Yeah. No, great guy. But yeah. Uh, we actually finished this at a pretty good time today. So you mean the episode's not two hours plus? <laughs> We're at an hour and a half. That's fine. Two episodes ago, so let it go, bro. Well, again, like he likes to say, it's an hour thirty is perfect for everything. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, so it was okay. I had to throw it back at you. A minute thirty for the f thing. <laughs> a minute thirty for the f thing. Got it. <laughs> but uh yeah thank you everyone for listening i had a blast with this one um even though i'm pretty sure Saul hated every moment it's of this fine. whole podcast it's fine it's, it's totally fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> 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 hey tell me it's fine more time i'll believe you <laughs> in a regular voice go he's still kidding he's still <laughs> <a bitch. laughs> i love it <laughs> that's gonna be another one of the suburbs it's fine it's fine <laughs> I mean I can edit I can pull the audio clip from here I can give it to you straight <laughs> oh man we have so much trouble with we gotta figure out that soundboard dude it's gonna be great. awesome yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be just like the fucking podcast with uh, Zach Raff and Nolan Faison oh it's gonna be the same thing they have sound bites of their of themselves. <laughs> oh, I'm going down that path. That's gonna, oh, be, gonna be dangerous. Oh, super dangerous. Oh, possibilities are endless. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please like, follow, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your cat, tell your homeless people down the street. If you have a friend that listens to the podcast, let them know about us. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations or something you guys would like to see us talk about, let us know. You can hit us up on the Instagram, Facebook, or through the email. Everything posted in the uh, body of the description of the podcast. Or you can even hit us up in our personal DMs. We always tag and promote um, the page on our respected uh, IGs. Hit any one of us up and drop it in our DMs like, hey, you guys should do this. You guys should do that. And let us know. And if we do, we'll give you a shout out. And be like, yo, thanks to Instagram user so-and-so that for recommending this watch. And, you know, we'll give you some, we'll give you some love. We'll give you some love. We'll shout you out. We'll plug you up. We'll tag you in the in the you know the feed for the next episode. Where do we talk about with your item? Yeah, exactly. And of course, it doesn't even have to be a, specifically a movie or a TV show, video games, uh, music, whatever. You, random things you want us to talk about. I mean, if it's up our alley, we'll probably give it a listen. Sounds Check good it out. To me. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, Joe, you already said goodbye, right? I, I've been saying goodbye. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Later, y'all. Have a good one. Adios, muchachos. Y muchachas. Thanks. He was trying to be desperado. You went put some boots. <laughs> Both Antonio Banderas. I appreciate it. Yes. yes. Until you do it, me and Soul. See why? Like. Yeah.
here for it. Banderas Brothers. They didn't care about me until I put on the mask. Of Zoro. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Joe, I just, just did a like, Z on Joe's face. <laughs> no one saw that. Right. No one saw that. They, they heard it. They felt it. <laughs> End it, Joe. Damn it, Joe. Get it up. No, this is so crazy. I want to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a broken production.